When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog. Welcome to Forever Dog. You can listen to this podcast ad-free on Forever Dog Plus by signing up at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on social at Forever Dog Team and check out all of our podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Forever Dog. Welcome to Public Domain Theater with Kelly Nugent and Lindsay Katai. This week, Oscar Wilde's The Happy Prince. Welcome to Public Domain Theater, the podcast of highbrow readings and lowbrow commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. I, I wanted like to your do juicy, juicy voice. voice. I wanted to do juicy you voice. You do juicy voice, girl. Yeah. We got no guests today, and Woo-hoo. we are flying pantsless. Loose. This We're is what crazy. it's like when it's just the two of us. It's party time, it's party time, it's party time, it's party time. And we're reading The Happy Prince by Oscar Wilde. Fucking Oscar Wilde. I wonder if I'll like this or not. I have no idea if I'll like this. I'm so torn on Oscar Wilde. I'll be like, this is very beautifully written, but it's taking me a long time to read it. Yeah. Or, oh, or cool idea. I'm bored. Yeah. Or, or like a lot of like, <laughs> we get it. He's handsome. <laughs> um, but this is the happy prince. It is the happy prince. Um, what do we know about Oscar Wilde, Lindsay? You know what? You know what I'd love to do, actually? Mm-hmm. Have we talked about our own reading habits outside of Teen Creeps? Ooh, let's talk about it. Yeah, because we've only had a guest. I don't think we talked about this in our first nah, few episodes. we make it all solo. about the guests. Um, I'm sick of it. I'm so, you know what? It's my time to shine. Stars. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, reading. Um, what were you like as a reader in childhood and teenage years? And how are you as a reader now? Oh, I was a voracious reader. Loved reading. Loved reading. Loved, loved, loved reading. Um... I I don't really remember the moment that I like started getting into reading, but it was pretty instant that like the second I could read, I was very into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, and I was always like okay with reading the school approved, like the school required stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for class, we're going to read this. I would read it, um, but it wasn't like, I always preferred like fantasy or sci-fi. Like I liked yeah. that more like fun genres. Um, so... I don't think I remember being very into Vonnegut uh, in my high school years because I was edgy, uh, edge lady. Yeah, edge lady. I was <laughs> sort of edge lord. Yeah, I was very into that. And um, fuck, I forgot the edge name. Duchess, uh, Duchess of Edge. <laughs> uh, that and like you know those drawings. Fuck, I forgot that guy's name. The drawings that the guy did to Picasso accom- to accompany close to accompany uh, Hunter S. Thompson novels. Oh, name? I don't remember. Do you know his name, Brent? Yes, oh, Ralph Steadman. I was very into Ralph there. Steadman. Had like Ralph Steadman books. I dated a guy who like this was starting into college, so the guy I dated in college um, bought me a bunch of prints of it, and I was like, I have the fucking edgiest room. <laughs> Thought I was so cool, even though I was such a goody good. I like never did any drugs, never like did any of that up until that point, and so it was such a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite author is Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember reading the, I had this weird job. Uh, I want to say beginning of the summer of one of my college years where I had to read books and mark any reference to existing IP. Huh. And so that they could create like a tags system. Oh, okay. And so they paid me like $10 per book. And so I read a bunch of books that I never normally would have read, like a lot of like Martin a- Amis, Amos, I don't know, some writer, uh, uh, the electric Kool-Aid test I read for that job. Oh, um, but 
yeah, still love reading now. Uh, don't really have a ton of time to read outside of the books that we do. Mm-hmm. But now, you know what? I've decided, because I used to like try and only read books that made me sound smart. But now I'm like, fuck it. I read books that I like. Yeah. Um, and just like when I'm like, when people are like, ew, reality TV, reality TV. I can't speak. I'm like, ew, reality TV. <laughs> ew, reality TV. And I'm like, yo, what's up? I love The Bachelor. Shut up. It's quality <laughs> drama. Like, I'm I'm not worried about people like trying to think I'm smart. Because yeah. I know I'm smart. So shut up. Um, so I'll like Respect. now. I like, I'm like into the YA and stuff now. Like I yeah. did that second book of the. The Now I Rise. Yeah. Trilogy. Yeah, I, I read that. Called. Can't wait for the third one to come out. Mm-hmm. Chef's Kiss. Loved it. Um, <laughs> I like this new Chef's Kiss you've got going. Well, because I say it because... Because going like this mwah, doesn't read that well. Then they're like, no, you're I like kissing. It. Thank you I so much. I truly like it. Thank it's you. a fun new phrase. You're welcome to yours. use it. Oh, thank you. Mm. I appreciate it. How about you for reading? I know you loved reading. Yes, I did. Voracious reader as well. Um, <laughs> hi, voracious reader hi, as well. Uh, <laughs> Long time reader. First time voracious. <laughs> uh, yeah, read all the time as a kid. I uh, started reading very early, um, reading reading uh, kids' stories at three. Yeah. Morse the Moose. Shout mm. out to Morse the Moose. First book I ever read by myself. My Boris M the M. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, so kept reading. I would read the assigned homework books. If I immediately took to them, mm-hmm. if I liked it, then I was like, great, I'm all about this. Lord of the Flies, great. hundred uh, years of solitude, great. If I didn't immediately like it, I was like, nope, I'm going to try to skate by on this one thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, the, what was it? The stories of Ava Luna. Great. Um, what are some Scarlet that you were letter? like, no, thank not you. Not so much. Did not I was like trying Scarlet to letter. think of the ones I did. Mm. It's hard to remember those because I didn't read you them. Did not, you straight up did not <laughs> no, read them. actually, I I liked Scarlet. Oh, Tess of the Dubervilles. Dubervilles. Let me tell you, that I book, fucking snooze fast. that book. My mom tried to get me to read that book so many times. It was boring as shit. When I found out that at the end of the book, fucking Angel leaves Tess because she got raped, I was like, fuck this book. Yeah. Why are you making me read it? This is some fucking misogynistic bullshit. Mm. I'm fucking 16 and I know that. Oh, see, I started reading it and I was like, snooze, did not continue. No, I didn't even horrifying. know that's how it ended. It's horrifying. It's a bad book and I hate it. So fuck you, Fifty Shades of Grey, Ugh. Um, which uh, features that book heavily, if you didn't yes. know. It's her we favorite We had to read it's Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, and then Stephen King, Chuck Palahniuk in high school, and then Kurt oh, yeah. in college, and uh, then out of college, presidential biographies, and um, here we are today with Teen Creeps, and I'm back to my Christopher Pike. Yeah. End of elementary school, beginning of junior high phase. Yeah, I forgot to Stephen King. Big, mm-hmm, big into mm-hmm. Stephen King. And maybe we should throw out there, I highly doubt that anyone is listening to this podcast and do not know about our other podcast. But if uh, you didn't know, Kelly and I have a podcast called Teen Creeps where we read young adult pulp fiction. Yeah. That's how we know each other. There's a Christopher Pike book sitting on the table right now in between us. Um, Yeah. So that's our reading history since we never talk about it when we have a guest. Yeah. 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 I like reading a lot. And I think we're both very fast readers too. Yeah. Um, Which... Is a skill that isn't flashy. It isn't flashy, <laughs> but here's the thing. It's I like it when other people are fast readers. I don't know what it is. I value that skill. When someone's, skill. when someone's a fast reader, I'm like, I like that. Damn. But I also don't look down my nose at people no, that aren't fast no, readers. If you're not a fast reader, yeah. I don't look down my nose at you. I just don't have time for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you to finish that book. <laughs> I am losing years of my life. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. sh- I it's like, still love oh, you. Oh, cool. But also like. Also cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also <laughs> Respect cool. Respect all around. <laughs> <laughs> Respect Love really is all around. Us. Respect and handshakes all around. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got that quote wrong. Love actually is all around. What is it? There from? we go. Love actually. Oh, yeah. That's why it's called Love Actually, Love which is actually. very stupid. Yeah. I like the movie. That end bit is very stupid. Um, uh, I... That's a movie that for me, I like less now than I originally. When it first came out, I was like, it's perfect. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. Um, I do not like that guy that knocks on the door for Keira Knightley. I know everybody I think hates that he's guy now. He's mean to his friend. 
I don't, but he knows he's not going to get her. Here's the thing is, I see the problems now. why? Because it's a big rom-com gesture. (laughs) That's why I forgive it because it's not real. Yeah, because it's not real. But I do see the problems now, but I'm fine with them. Yeah. I don't care. I still like the movie. Same as like with all the books we read. It's like, yeah, if it's really bad, I care. Mm. But if it's mostly just like giant plot holes you could drive a truck through. Yeah. It's like, whatever, I still like it. Yeah, it's that For me, kind of a thing. The, it's like, yeah, this isn't Oscar worthy. Also, like Fine. the I'm just like real bummed out by Alan Rickman's situation. <laughs> like that whole thing Ugh. is real. Just like, oh, I feel Emma very Thompson, sad during that whole thing. That is like maybe some of Emma Thompson's finest work where she goes after she doesn't get to the necklace mm-hmm. and she goes to her room and puts on Joni Mitchell and just Try. cries. And then has to like get it together at the end. And she goes in the living room. And she's like, yay, let's go. And you can uh, see that she was just crying. And Alan Rickman doesn't see it. Some of her finest work. Chef's kiss. <laughs> chef's kiss. You know who else deserves a chef's kiss? Who? Mr. Bean in that movie. Hilarious. One of so the good. funniest. So one of the good. funniest comedic Fantastic. performances when he's like throwing in the lavender and shit. Yeah, like it's beautiful. Kills me every time. And then he like funny. gives a little look when he helps a kid get in the airport. Yeah, it's great. Great. I, great. I, I do like that. So welcome um, to our Love Actually podcast. <laughs> where <laughs> where, where I like generally like kind of don't like it, but there are parts that I do like. only talk about those three people <laughs> the entire podcast. All the other stuff's kind of boring. Alan Rickman and Rowan the Atkin- Rowan Atkinson. Because okay. um, the Hugh Grant stuff is like a little boring to me, him and that girl. I think she's cute, the girl. She's a pop star. She is? Mm-hmm. That's why she's in the movie. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that British tabloids gave her a lot of shit for her weight and that's why that features so heavily in that movie interesting I mean tabloids are terrible and they really should just let Mm -hmm. people live their lives anyway my right contact is giving me some grief you guys oh no um all right so what do we know about Oscar Oscar Wilde I don't actually know a lot okay guess when he was born year um okay okay I want to get this I want to get this (laughs) I know this anyone doesn't know this eight I want to say 1852 Lindsay, 1854. What? Shut the fuck up. <gasps> I'm shocked. Nice. Good. Do you know he died? I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. You know this. You know this. You know this. 1906. <laughs> 1900. Whoa. Oh. oh, my God. He is an Irish poet and playwright. His mother, Jane, was a poet and Irish revolutionary. She read poetry to young Oscar and inspired a love for ancient Greek and Roman art. His dad, William, was Ireland's leading eye and ear surgeon. Unexpected. Nice. He also, <laughs> yeah. unexpected. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> LOL. He <laughs> <Yeah>. was <laughs> uh, an eye doctor. I said didn't see it coming. Okay. But YOLO also wrote books about Irish archaeology and pre- peasant folklore. Oscar went to Oxford. He flirted with Freemasonry and Catholicism. I know that this is a Brett editorialism. <laughs> Flirted. He was attracted by their rituals and ornate fashions, but he didn't commit to either. Girl, you're having fun with this one. On the appointed day of his Catholic baptism. Brett, he, girl. Girl. He sent the priest a bouquet of lilies and never showed up. What? Uh, rude. That is funny as shit. <laughs> a plus chef's kiss. During his college years, his myth as a wit and a fashionista developed. He wore his hair long, openly scorned manly sports, decorated his rooms with peacock feathers, lilies, sunflowers, and blue china. After college, his myth grew in London. He became one of the best-known personalities of his day. Later, one of the late Victorian period, one of the late Victorian period's most successful playwrights. At the height of his fame and success, while the importance of being earnest was still oh, being performed that's in London. what I like of his. <laughs> Wilde had the Marquess of Queensbury persecuted for criminal libel. The Marquess was the father of Wilde's lover. Am I saying that right? Marquess? Yeah. Was the father of Wilde's lover, Lord Alfred Douglas. What was the libel charge? The Marquess had left his calling card at Wilde's club. The Albemarle inscribed for Oscar Wilde posing sodomite. The (gasps) libel trial unearthed evidence that caused Wilde to drop his charges and led to his own arrest and trial for gross indecency with men. Very sad. Ooh. Unfair. two more trials, he was convicted and sentenced to two years hard labor, the max penalty, jailed, 1895 to 1897. During his last year in prison, he wrote De Profundis, a long letter which discusses his spiritual journey through his trials, forming a dark counterpoint to his earlier philosophy of pleasure. On his release... He left immediately for France, never to return to Ireland or Britain. There, he wrote his last work, The Ballad of Reed, Reading Gowl. 
a long poem commemorating the harsh rhythms of prison life. He died destitute in Paris at the age of 46. His recorded last words, either this wallpaper goes or I do. I knew that. Do you want to hear some famous witty quotes? Yes. I can resist everything except temptation. Once played a uh, made-up improv game with friends in college where you would just try to make up Oscar Wilde quotes. And they were all amazing. like that. Uh, we're all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. I didn't know that was him. True friends stab you in the front. Yep. Mm-hmm. All women all women become like their mothers. That's their tragedy. No man does. That's his. Ooh. Oh, girl. Girl. There is only one thing in life worse than being talked about, and that is not being talked about. Mm-hmm. That's I knew that classic one. That's Oscar classic. Wilde. Classic. Today's Vintage story, Wild. The Happy Prince, was published in 1888 prior to this classic works, the, the Portrait of Dorian Gray and The Importance of Being Earnest. It was published as a part of a collection of fairy tales, ostensibly for children. Interesting. Ostensibly. Yeah, I think that's going to give us a little hint, hint that maybe it's not so for kids. I've been trying to pull up a good version. I think this is the best one I can get. We don't know how long it is. Let me see if there's a bunch of bullshit at the bottom. You guys, it's kind of hard sometimes to get a good read on how long the thing we're reading is. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay, here we go. All right, so you see this right here? Yeah. That's the end of the book. Okay, so do it to about half. Scroll, scroll. That's my uh, link impersonation. Ha. Good right. work. Thank you so much. And we begin. Oh, and it starts from here. Oh, my Gushino. So it's like it's only to good. there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I great. guess that's a good half. Great. Great. The Happy Prince. High above the city on a tall column stood the statue of the happy prince. He was gilded all over with thin leaves of fine gold. For eyes, he had two bright sapphires, and a large red ruby glowed on his sword hilt. He was Fancy a v- statue. Yeah, yeah. Red ruby on his sword hilt. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He's got a big swollen penis. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. I did not know what you were talking about. <laughs> I am so glad you I was pretending. <laughs> He was very much admired indeed. He is as beautiful as a weathercock. Cool. 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 Thumbs up. Chef's Mm -hmm. kiss. Yeah. (laughs) Remarked one of the town counselors who wished to gain a reputation for having artistic tastes. Only not quite so useful. He added, fearing lest people should think him unpractical, which he really was not. (laughs) You're really overanalyzing things. (laughs) He is paranoid. Why can't you be like the happy prince? Asked a sensible mother of her little boy who was crying for the moon. The happy prince never dreams of crying for anything. I, so, are, is it just a statue? You know our what parents we're like, why can't you be more like a statue? Yeah, it's literally a statue. And I think we're getting like the short story version of like an environment song at the beginning of a musical where everyone's like, uh, like, you know, in Anastasia, we're like, St. Petersburg is gloomy. Oh, yeah. St. Like, Petersburg is bleak. Been yeah. sitting in my underwear for one week ever since the revolution. Now you don't. Okay, I spoke too soon. Hey, have you heard this? St. Petersburg. It's like very, like, you know, this is the town. Yeah, yeah. Or Bell's song. Yeah, I was going to say, I need It's too expensive. That's my. Uh, did you see best o- way Omar, friend of the show, Omar's tweet of um, where she's like, there goes the baker. This tray like always. Yeah, with his tray like my always. And, he, and he's like, <laughs> the baker saying like, that is literally my job. That is oh, literally that. my job. <laughs> I, I, I favorited that. Yeah, me mm-hmm. too. funny. Um, yeah, it sounds like a real judgment, but it's like, yeah, with my tray, yeah, like, like always, always at my job. It's my job. That I'm working at. Some Hi, people Bill, what don't are you have doing? to work. Some people don't have to work. I do. Must be nice. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Go read your fucking books. <laughs> fuck your dad and fuck you. You fucking beautiful fucking girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad there's someone in the world who's quite happy, muttered a disappointed man as he gazed at the wonderful statue. He looks just like an angel, said the charity children as they came out of the cathedral in their bright scarlet cloaks and their clean white pinafores. I think you really nailed what this scene is. Mm-hmm. How do you know, said the mathematical master. You've never seen one. Ah, but we have in our dreams, answered the children. And the mathematical master frowned and looked very severe, for he did not approve of children dreaming. 
<laughs> this is very silly. Stop processing your <laughs> your thoughts and experiences from the day while you sleep. No REM cycles. <laughs> One night, there flew over the city a little swallow. His friends had gone away to Egypt six weeks before, but he had stayed behind, mm, for he was in love with the most beautiful reed. He had met her early in the spring, and he was as he was flying down the river after a big yellow moth. Oh, that's cute. This is very cute. That is cute. And had been so attracted by her slender waist that he had stopped to talk to her. Shall I love you? Said the swallow, who liked to come to the point at once. Oh. And the reed made him a low bow. So he flew round and round her, touching the water with his wings, making silver ripples. This was his courtship, and it lasted Aww. all through the summer. It's like Wally. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is a ridiculous attachment twittered the other swallows. She has no money and far too many relations. And indeed, the river was quite full of reeds. I thought they were going to like uh, slam him for being in love with an inanimate object, yeah. but no. No, they, they that don't That reed is poor. Yeah. <laughs> that reed is so poor. <laughs> then when the autumn came, they all flew away. After they had gone, he felt lonely and began to tire of his lady love. She has no conversation, he said. <laughs> she is dumb as a reed. She is boring. She is pure enduring. <laughs> and I'm afraid she's a coquette, for she's always flirting with the wind. And certainly whenever the wind blew, the reed made the most graceful curtsies. This is adorable. <laughs> How much of the story is about this bird? <laughs> I admit that she is domestic, he continued, but I love traveling and my wife consequently should love traveling also. Oh, they got married. Oh, congratulations. They got married. Oh, the, oh, the bird and plant wedding. It. <laughs> bird and plant wedding. What do you get for a bird and plant on their first wedding anniversary? Uh, Seeds. Seeds. <laughs> one came from one. One eats them. Uh -huh. um, will you come away with me? He said finally to her. But the reed shook her head. She was so attached to her home. Literally. You've been trifling with me, he cried. I am off to the pyramids. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and he flew away. Yeah, girl, get your freedom. <laughs> All day long, he flew. And at nighttime, he arrived at the city. Where shall I put up? He said. I All hope right. Is this about a fucking bird or about a little prince? I know. <laughs> uh, we were teased False with a little advertising. prince. Where shall I put up? He said. I hope the town has made preparations. Then he saw the statue on the tall oh, column. Oh, okay, we're back. Good. I will put up there, he cried. It is a fine position with plenty of fresh air. So he alighted just between the feet of the happy prince. I have a golden bedroom, he said softly to himself as he looked round. And as <laughs> he was going to say it to his feet, like, <laughs> hey, I'm newly divorced. <laughs> <laughs> and he prepared to go to sleep. But just as he was putting his head under his wing, a large drop of water fell on him. What a curious thing, he cried. There is not a single cloud in the sky. The stars are quite clear and bright, and yet it is raining. The climate in the north of Europe is really dreadful. The reed used to like the rain, but that was merely her selfishness. Then another drop fell. <laughs> it was a bad breakup. <laughs> I know, he's not doing well. <laughs> that was merely her selfishness. <laughs> what is the use of a statue if it cannot keep the rain off, he said. I must look for a good chimney pot. And he determined to fly away. But... Before he had opened his wings, a third drop fell, and he looked up and saw, ah, what did he see? The I eyes of the happy prince were filled with tears. Oh, no, I was going to guess that, and I should have, and then I looked smart, but I didn't. <laughs> I mean, if you had guessed that, I would have been like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, crazy? Crazy. So crazy I would have gaslit right you like crazy. <laughs> and tears were running down his golden cheeks. His face was so beautiful in the moonlight that the little swallow was filled with pity. Who are you? He said. I am the happy prince. You're a liar. Why are you weeping then? Asked the swallow. You have quite drenched me. When I was alive and had a human heart, answered the statue, I did not know what tears were, for I lived in the palace of Sanssouci. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> where sorrow is not allowed to enter. In the daytime, I played with my companions in the garden, and in the evening, I led the dance in the great hall. Round the garden ran a very lofty wall, but I never cared to ask what lay beyond it. Everything about me was so beautiful. My courtiers called me the happy prince, and happy indeed I was, if pleasure be happiness. So I lived, 
And so I died. And then I saw an old poor man and I said, <laughs> Father, what the fuck is that? And he was like, people die. I'm going to go meditate and be Buddha. <laughs> That's why they call me the happy Buddha. And now that I am dead, they have set me up here so high that I can see all the ugliness and all the misery of my city. Oh, nailed it. And though my heart is made of lead, yet I cannot choose but weep. What? Is he not <laughs> solid gold? What? Said the swallow to himself. Uh, says the guy who married a fucking reed. <laughs> I know. He was too polite to make any personal remarks out loud. <laughs> Far away, continued the statue in a low musical voice. Far away in a little street, there is a poor house. One of the windows is open, and through it I can see a woman seated at a table. Her face is thin and worn, and she has coarse red hands, all pricked by the needle, for she is a seamstress. She is embroidering passion flowers on a satin gown for the loveliest of the queen's maids of honor to wear at the next court ball. This is like very over the garden wall. It is. In a bed in the corner of the room, her little boy is lying ill. He has a fever and is asking for oranges. His mother has nothing to give him but river water, so he is crying. Swallow, little swallow, will you not bring her the ruby out of my sword hilt? My feet are fastened to this pedestal and I cannot move. I am waited for in Egypt, said the swallow. My friends are Bitch, flying up and down the aisle. You're fucking talking. Why can't you move? My friends are flying up and down the Nile and talking to the large lotus flowers. Soon they will go sleep in the tomb of the great king. The king is there himself in his painted coffin. He is wrapped in yellow linen and embalmed with spices. Round his neck is a chain of pale green jade and his hands are like withered leaves. Okay, but like, but what does that have to do with to marry a reed and then divorce said reed? I think you can make some fucking time <laughs> to fly a fucking ruby to a fucking sickly boy. Oh my God. Or bring an orange. Bring a Seriously, fucking bring orange. An orange. Bring it. Go get those five orange pips from the Sh Sherlock story. Ah, bring them back. We them. know they went missing. Mm -hmm. Swallow, swallow, little swallow, said the prince. Will you not stay with me for one night and be my messenger? The boy is so thirsty and the mother... So sad. I don't think I like boys. <laughs> Answered the swallow. I like reeds. Last summer, when I was staying on the river, there were two rude boys, the Miller's sons, who were always throwing stones at me. They never hit me, of course. We swallows fly far too well for that. Brag. And besides, I come from a family famous for its agility, but still, <laughs> it was a mark of disrespect. I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> but the happy prince looked so sad that the swallow was sorry. It is very cold here, he said, but I will stay with you for one night and be your messenger. Thank you, little swallow. God, that only took a shit ton of like arm wrenching. Like if he was going to come around to it, he should have just skipped all that. Yeah. Thank you, little swallow. All said boys the are not alike. Not all, <laughs> not <men>. all boys. <laughs> so the swallow picked out the great ruby from the prince's sword and flew away with it in his beak over the roofs of the town. He passed by the cathedral tower where the white marble angels were sculptured. He passed by the palace and heard the sound of dancing. A beautiful girl came out on the balcony with her lover. Oh. How wonderful the stars are, he said to her. And how wonderful is the power of love. And then he realized that he was talking to a reed. <laughs> I hope my dress will be ready in time for the state ball, she answered. I have ordered passion flowers to be embroidered on it, but the seamstresses are so lazy. Oh, it's your fault. He passed over the river and saw the lanterns hanging to the masts of the ships. He passed over the ghetto Ooh, and saw the old, I will say, Jewish people Ooh, bargaining with what? each other and weighing I don't want to know what the word actually was. Oh, okay. okay. Great. Not cool. Wild. Oscar. Wild. <laughs> do not do this. No, no. Do it's not, good. not be racist. Do not do. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Unsubscribe, Oscar Wilde. At last, he came to the poor house and looked in. The boy was tossing feverishly on his bed and the mother had fallen asleep. She was so tired. <laughs> in he hopped and laid the great ruby on the table beside the woman's thimble. Then he flew gently round the bed, fanning the, bed, the boy's forehead with his wings. How cool I feel, said the boy. <laughs> I must be getting better. And he sank into a delicious slumber. Then the swallow flew back to the happy prince and told him what he'd done. It's curious, he remarked, but I feel quite warm now, although it's very cold. That is because you have done a good action, said the prince. Oh. And the little swallow began to think, and then he fell asleep. 
<laughs> Thinking always made him sleepy. <laughs> it's so very much to contain in my tiny swallow's brain. Tiny swallow brain. When day broke, he flew down to the river and had a bath. What a remarkable phenomenon, said the <laughs> professor of ornithology as he was passing over the bridge. A swallow in winter. And he wrote a long letter about it to the local newspaper. Everyone, and they were like, you're crazy, old man. <laughs> They're like, save it for the news. Crazy old Maurice. <laughs> Everyone quoted it. It was full of so many words that they could not understand. <laughs> <laughs> Get a load of this word. Have you heard of this one? I read this one. <laughs> Tonight, I go to Egypt, said the swallow. What a weird detour into that guy's article. <laughs> I know why. Very like... Uh, I hope it pays off. Stephen King or Douglas Adams. Yes. He was in high spirits at the prospect. He visited all the public monuments and sat a long time on top of the church steeple. Wherever he went, the sparrows chirruped and said to each other, what a distinguished stranger. So he enjoyed himself very much. Why would anyone say that the swallow is a stranger? This is like... <laughs> I don't... I'm Like the rules of this world are very yeah. fuzzy. This is very over the garden wall, which I enjoy. Yeah. When the moon rose, he flew back to the happy prince. Have you any commissions for Egypt? He cried. I'm just starting. Swallow, swallow, little swallow, said the prince. Will you not stay with me one night longer? I am waited for in Egypt, answered the swallow. Tomorrow my friends will fly up to the second cataract. Like there's this reed there <laughs> who I've been trying to get with since elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> the river horse couches there among the bulrushes and on a great granite throne sits the god Memnon. I don't oh. know if you've heard of him. <laughs> All night long he watches the stars and when the morning star shines he utters one cry of joy and then he's silent. At noon the yellow lions come down to the water's edge to drink. They have eyes like green barrels. The roar is louder than the roar of the cataract. <laughs> swallow, swallow, little swallow, said the prince. Far away across the city I see a young man in a garret. He's leaning over a desk covered with papers and a tumbler by his side. There's a bunch of withered violets. His hair is brown and crisp, and his lips are as red as a pomegranate, and he has large and dreamy eyes. He's trying to finish a play for the director of the theater, but he's too cold to write anymore. There's no fire in the grate, and hunger has made him faint. I will wait with you one night longer, said the swallow, who really had a good heart. Shall I take him another ruby? He was just, like, super bitchy about using that good heart. Yeah. Uh, I guess. He just like lorded it over everybody else. Yeah, really passive aggressive. Alas, I have no ruby now, said the prince. My, uh, my eyes are all that I have left. They are made of rare sapphires, which were brought out of India a thousand years ago. Pluck out one of them and take it to him. He will sell it to the jeweler and buy food and firewood and finish his play. I really hope that that lasts a while. I mean, he's giving away like fucking jewels. Yeah, and also like he only has three. Yeah. And he already gave away one. I feel like maybe this is just a test for the swallow. Yeah. That's a real point. And he's like, now you get to be eaten by me. <laughs> You're welcome. What an honor. You're welcome. Dear prince, cried the swallow, I cannot do that. And he began to weep. Swallow, swallow, little swallow, said the prince. Do as I command you. <laughs> so the swallow plucked out the prince's eye and flew away to the student's garret. I guess I'd hesitate on that. Like, yeah. you sure I want to pull your fucking your eye? eye? It was easy enough to get in, and there was a hole in the roof. Through this, he darted, and he came into the room. The young man had his head buried in his hands, so he didn't hear the flutter of the bird's wings. And when he looked up, he found the beautiful sapphire lying on the withered violets. I am beginning to be appreciated, he cried. <laughs> this is from some great I was this. <laughs> I deserved this all along. <laughs> I have a terrible ego. Now I can finish my play. And he looked quite happy. The next day, the swallow flew down to the harbor. He sat on the mast of a large vessel, and he watched the sailors hauling big chests out of the hold with ropes. Heave ahoy! They shouted as the chest came up. I am going to Egypt, cried the swallow. <laughs> but nobody minded. And when the moon rose, he flew back to the happy prince. Oh, no one wrote an article? <laughs> Not this time. No. I am come to bid you goodbye, he cried. Swallow, swallow, little swallow. Uh-oh, I think he wants that third eye yeah, gone. Said the prince. Will you not stay with me one eye longer? <laughs> It is winter. Look, if you give a little prince a cookie, <laughs> he'll make you take out his eye. Yeah. <laughs> it is winter, 
answered the swallow. And the chill snow will soon be here. In Egypt, the sun is warm on the green palm trees and the crocodiles lie in the mud and look lazily about them. My companions are building a nest in the temple of Baalbek and the pink and white doves are watching them and cooing to each other. Dear Prince, I must leave you, but I will never forget you. And next spring, I shall bring <laughs> um, you back to, <laughs> to beautiful jewels in place of those you've given away. The ruby shall be redder than a red rose, and the sapphire shall be as blue as the great sea. Stay sweet. Have a nice winter. <laughs> Never change. Never change. In the square below, said the happy prince. <laughs> Look, I know, like, <laughs> you're not going to see this coming. <laughs> it's winter. It's I know. the weirdest thing. <laughs> but I see someone that needs their help. Yeah. <laughs> there stands a little match girl. She let her matches oh, fall no, in the... Oh, no, not the little oh, match girl. sad. She let her matches fall in the gutter, and they're all spoiled. Oh, my God. She's going to get a happy ending now. Her father will beat her if she does not bring home some money. Oh, shit. That got worse. She's crying. She has no shoes or stockings. Oh, fuck. And her head is bare. Fuck. Where did her hair go? I think she has. She still has hair. Where did all her hair go, Kelly? (laughs) Why doesn't it say that? Does it say that next? It doesn't tell you. Where's the hair? Where did her hair go? Actor's secret. (gasps) Oh, Pluck out my other eye, give it to her. And her father won't beat her. And she can buy a wig. I will stay with you one night longer, said the swallow. But I cannot pluck out your eye. You just <laughs> did that. You just do it's a fucking statue. You would be quite blind then. <laughs> swallow, swallow, little swallow. You abide by friends. human rules, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you see through your you sapphires. You use sapphires for sight, correct? <laughs> Do Oscar Wilde, I... your dad was an optometrist. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Think you Hello. Should know better. Wow, embarrassing. <laughs> okay. This is him rebelling. Wow. Do as I command you. So he plucked out the prince's other eye and darted down with it. He swoops past the match girl, slipped the jewel in the palm of her hand. What a lovely bit of glass, cried the little girl. And no, she ran home dumbass. laughing. Oh, she's so dumb. Uh oh. She's going to try some, sell some glass. She's not going to get a good price. Uh oh. I don't like Kelly's face right now. Then the swallow came I'm back worried. to the prince. You're blind now. He Aww. said, so I'll stay with you always. <gasps> no, little swallow, said the poor prince. You must go away to Egypt. I'll stay with you always, said the swallow. And he slept Aww. at the prince's feet. All the next day, he sat on the prince's shoulder and told him stories of what he had seen in strange lands. He told him of the red ibises who stand in long rows on the banks of the Nile and catch goldfish in their beaks. Of the sphinx who is as old as the world itself and lives in the desert and knows everything. Of the merchants who walk slowly by their side of their camels and carry amber beads in their hands. Of the king of the mountains of the moon who is as black as ebony and worships a large crystal. Okay. All right. All right. That was okay. Okay. Close. I was worried. Of the great green snake that sleeps in a palm tree and has 20 priests to feed it with honey cakes. And of the pygmies who sail over a big lake. Snake don't want no honey cakes. I'm sorry, but snakes don't like honey cakes. They like mouses. They like Mises. Mises and Mouses. And of the pygmies who sail over a big lake on large flat leaves and are always at war with the butterflies. Dear little swallow, said the the prince. How the fuck long is this story? Uh, I'm not even to the end of my part yet. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, continue. (laughs) You tell me of marvelous things, but more marvelous than anything is the suffering of men and of women. There is no mystery so great as misery. Fly Mm. over my city, little swallow, and Mm. tell me what you see there. Mm. So the swallow flew over the great city and saw the rich making merry in their beautiful houses while the beggars were sitting at the gates. He flew into dark lanes and saw the white faces of starving children looking out listlessly at the black streets. Liberal message. (laughs) Under the archway of a bridge, two little boys were lying in in another's arms to try and keep themselves warm. No. How hungry we are. No. They said. You must not lie there, shouted the watchman as they wandered out into the rain. Then he flew back and told the prince what he had seen. I am covered with fine gold, said the prince. You must strip my skin off me. <laughs> you must take it off. I knew it. I leaf mean, by what? leaf oh. and give it to my poor. The living always Aww. think that gold can make them happy. Aww. Uh, leaf after leaf of fine gold, the swallow picked off till the happy prince looked quite dull and gray. Leaf after leaf of the fine gold he brought to the poor and the children's faces grew rosier and they laughed and played games in the street. We have bread now, they cried. No, I don't eat. Don't eat that. It's not bread. Then, it's gold. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Don't eat that. Don't. No, ooh, you don't know where that's been. Ooh, that was a waste. It's been on a prince. Then the snow came, and after the snow came the frost. 
The streets looked as if they were made of silver. They were so bright and glistening. Long icicles like crystal daggers hung down from the eaves of the houses. Everybody went around in furs, and little boys wore scarlet caps and skated on the ice. The poor little swallow grew colder and colder, but he would not leave the prince. Oh, he no. loved him too well. Oh, no. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Me neither. Oh, my God. No, Kelly, no. He picked up crumbs outside the baker's door when the baker was not looking and tried to keep himself warm by flapping his wings. Oh, this little bird's going to end up a little statue on the on the, on the the prince's shoulder. Hold on. I'm just going to check to see that I'm not reading. Yeah, I'm pretty story. sure it's the whole story. <laughs> Brett's nodding. Oh, shit. It's only to hear. The F. Fucking lied. That's fine. Oh, I'm sorry, Lindsay. It's fine. Here, why don't like, you read this the rest? Is a long ass no. fairy tale. Okay, so you re- you read the rest of this then. All right. The poor little swallow grew colder and colder, but he would not leave the prince. He loved him too well. He picked up crumbs outside the baker's door when the baker was not looking and tried to keep himself warm by flapping his wings. But at last, he knew he was going to die. No. <laughs> Shit. He had just strength to fly up to the prince's shoulder once more. Goodbye, dear prince, he murmured. Will you let me kiss your hand? I'm glad that you were going to Egypt at last. Oh, no, it's because he's blind. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't know doesn't he's even dying. See it. Oh, no. I'm glad that you were going to Egypt at last, little also, like, swallow. No, you dumbest. I'm dying. I'm dead. Yeah. It's cold as shit. No, you made prince. me stay with you. You dumbass statue. You have stayed too long here, but you must kiss me on the lips, for I love you. Oh, wow. He has such a varied interest. <laughs> Pansexual. Yeah, yeah, he has. Yeah, he doesn't have a type. He's a true pansexual. Mm-hmm. Reads statues. Mm-hmm. It is not to Egypt that I am going, said the swallow. I am going to the house of death. Death is the brother of sleep, is he not? And he kissed the happy prince on the lips and fell down dead at his feet. I can't fucking believe this. No, Brett. Okay, Brett. We, honestly, we have we have Why? asked you, Brett. We have told you Please. that the animal deaths. We can't it is anymore. Very upsetting. Why? And yet, what are you even doing? Liz? With that sick grin on your Brett. face, you pass us. Don't even <laughs> try to cover your face right now. Don't cover your face. You face us. Face us. You face, face us. Face what? Face what you did. Look what you did to us. I can't believe this. Like honestly, Brett. a little like, bird. Truly, a little swallow. Like, he just saved people's lives. Are you and, kidding? And now we have to watch him die, Brett. Oh my Brett. God! I can't fucking believe this. <sighs> At that moment, a curious crack sounded inside the statue, as if something had broken. The fact that the leaden heart had... The fact is that the leaden heart had snapped right in two. It certainly was a dreadfully hard frost. No! The Happy Prince died? The Happy Prince died too? The statue just died? Oh my god. Okay, so add on to our list of of don't... statue. Statue death. Don't one. Statue death. No animal death. Don't two. Statue death. (laughs) Don't three. Two little boys smashing together. Two little infants. <laughs> These are our only rules that Honestly, we said to you when reasonable. we started this podcast. I think they're reasonable. When we started. We this, don't ask we, a lot. We let it slide that a world full of women <laughs> were begging a man to take the world back from them, even though they had control of the Senate. All we ask is that we not have to read about a statue day. <sighs> Early the next morning, the mayor was walking in the square below in company with the town councilors. As they passed the column, he looked up at the statue. Dear me, how shabby the happy prince looks. <laughs> Fuck you, mayor. That prince looks like shit. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 like, if all of a sudden the first scene in Beauty and the Beast was like, I need six. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck happened to our fountain? Our fountain looks like shit. Belle. Belle, you look like shit. Belle, you look Belle. really bad. Have you slept? You look real tired. You look really you look tired. So, you look just like, oh, you look so tired. Ooh, maybe Belle. sleep. Ooh. Mm. How shabby indeed, cried the town councilors, who always agreed with the mayor. And they really? went up to look at it. Oh, my God. The ruby has fallen out of his sword. His eyes are gone, and he is golden no longer, said the mayor. In fact, he is little better than a beggar. Little beggar, little better than a beggar, said the town councilors. Mm, some real yes men. Rude. And here is actually a dead bird at his feet, <laughs> continued the mayor. Well, this is just the cherry on top of my fucking day. We have an <laughs> ugly fucking statue. The next line is so funny. <laughs> we must really issue a proclamation that birds are not allowed to die here. 
<laughs> and the town clerk made a note of the suggestion. So they pulled down the statue of the happy prince. As he is no longer beautiful, he is no longer useful, said the art professor at the university. Oh, suck a dick, art professor. Also, like, th- mm. that's, you're not doing your job mm. right. Art Jesus. professor. Yeah. You should that's be like, oh, you let's restore job. it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, like, let's add ew. some more rubies. Let's, let's yeah. fucking restore let's some, add some gold leaf. art. Ugh. Oh, no! Brett! <laughs> oh, no. What the fuck? A dog runs by and gets hit by a carriage. <laughs> <laughs> then a statue smashes an infant to the ground. <laughs> then they melted the statue in a furnace. What? And the mayor held a meeting of the corporation to what decide. They, I'm sorry. What, what did they do with the bird? They left it? You know what? I don't know, but I'm afraid. I'm to afraid. Find out. I'm, I'm afraid. Very okay. afraid so they melt out. down the statue. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And they had a meeting of the corporation to decide what was to be done with the metal. We must have another statue, of course. Such a bird. Such a bird. Shall be a statue. Of myself. Ugh. Fuck you, mayor. Ew. Of myself, said each of the town councilors, and they quarreled. Oh, because they all just repeated. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. When I last heard of them, they were quarreling still. Haha, <laughs> fuck you guys. And then the Put end? my elbow in water. Yum. What a strange thing, oh. said the overseer of the workmen at the foundry. This broken lead heart will not melt in the furnace. We must throw it away. So they threw it on a dust heap where the dead swallow was also lying. Oh my God. What? Okay. All right. It's going to be okay, Kelly. Why? Bring me the two most precious things in the city, said God to one of his angels. And the angel brought him the leaden heart and the dead bird. (laughs) All right. You know what? Um, Hang on. Uh, Stick I, with me. Okay. Yeah, with I'm me. just like. We're almost there. It, it's, <laughs> Kelly, we're almost there. Like, I, I know the intention is good. I'm sorry. Are, uh, are we edging uh, right now? Are uh, we edging? Okay, 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 okay. Continue. You have rightly chosen, no. said God. No. Is For in my garden no. of paradise, no. this little bird shall sing forevermore. <laughs> and in my city of gold, the happy prince. <laughs> what the fuck, God? All right, I'll take this again. And in my city of gold, the happy prince shall praise me. What? Uh, oh, yeah, ugh. shit. There's a whole nother story below this one. That's why it looked so confusing. There must be a bunch of stories in here. I really interrupted the flow of reacting to this story, okay. but I was so surprised how many more stories there were, Brett. Yeah, there's a lot of stories. Um, okay. <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh, so all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, God just shows up. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can't just do that wild. <laughs> You can't just like, yeah, seriously, all of a sudden. And then God was there and he was like, oh, they're the best. Let's. And then everything's fine. It just, I mean, (laughs) it is like, that is. That was a real cheat. Cheesy. That was cheating. That That was was cheating. That was a pretty embarrassing end of that story. It was just unearned. No. You and can't just be like, God came down with it the got, angel. It was so bad. It was a, such a sharp turn to the left. Where it's like, and then his fucking heart broke in half. And it fell on the bird. And the bird smushed. And they took the smush and they made a sandwich out of it. And yeah. the mayor's like, mm-mm-mm, this is my favorite food. Panini uh, bread. It tastes like suffering. Mm, yum, and yum. then he, like, he took... The fucking iron and he licked it until it was gone and yeah. he was like yum 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 my tongue's made of gold yum yum mm, I'm mayor forever and then God came down and he made him throw up the sandwich yep. and he took that sandwich to heaven with him the end <laughs> also okay here's the thing mm-hmm. I feel like the bird got like a better deal than the, than the boy because yeah, the bird gets the to sing the prince has to praise God <laughs> just the whole all the time. time. All the time. Forever. <laughs> all the time, forever. <laughs> God, you're so beautiful. God, you're so great. Mm, God. God. Did you get a facelift? Oh, my God, God. Oh, my God. I love Are what you? you're doing with your hair, God. Did you get balage? You look amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you buy that? Oh, Did my God. Did you buy that lotion with, like, the gold plunks in it? Are you using a mirror? go through the... I was going to make that joke for and then I went with gold flex lotion. Gold <laughs> Oh my god, God! Oh god, you weren't like glowing. Are you pregnant? Are you pregnant? God, are you pregnant? Oh my god, god. again. <laughs> Did you eat a bunch of placenta? Because your skin is glowing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so beautiful. Did you do that thing 
where you fly to another country and you got uh, stem cells there? Yes. Did you recently sleep in a hyperbaric chamber? Did you do like that cryogenic thing where you just kind of like burn your skin a bunch? <laughs> Did you do that? I don't know what that is, Kelly. Oh, okay. You just look good. That's all I'm trying to say. That's right. That's right. That's right. Keep it coming. Don't stop. Yeah, I could take you away there. Whatever, bird. Dude, like when he when the guy brought this stuff back, it's almost like he went, ooh, statue. Yeah. Oh, a bird. Thank you so much. Thank you for this bird. I I didn't have this particular kind of bird. I didn't have all these other birds. And now Dude, I get this wrong. Also, like, I just felt like the, it was just, it felt like, okay, one time I went on the ride, The Mummy, at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. And it's a fine ride. It's fun. Um, I like The Mummy. Yeah, I like The Mummy. But I went on it and then the sound went out at the end. And so when you're going oh, no. backwards, it's just silent and a lot of neon <laughs> lights. And it felt like. That's not scary. That for this story. Like it was like, and like then you're God still moving. Came. And you're like, but... wait, what? Hold on. I'm sorry. What? It it was a very abrupt. Everyone fought forever. Yeah. Very oh, bleak look, town. Here. Yeah. And then God showed up. Even though. I mean, I know like we've all heard of God, but we hadn't heard of God in this story yet. I didn't know he was going to show up. I didn't know he was going to be a feature player. I didn't know it was was like a real tonal shift. Yeah. Also, like it was a real hard shift on the swallows part. Yeah. Like, "Mm, I got to go to Egypt. I really have to go. I really don't feel like plucking your eyes out. I don't want to do it. Now that I've done it. I guess I'm in love with you and I'm here forever. Yeah, I guess I will die at your feet. Like that, like the that shift is so abrupt. It's very abrupt. So I don't know how I feel. I mean, it was so a fun I ride. Just like, it's like, this is for kids. I think you need to workshop it a little bit wild. Mm-hmm. Like just, this feels like a, you know what? A solid fourth draft. Sure. Maybe rethink the buildup to God showing up. Yeah, I need some. The thing is, I need more of a reward because I just went through hell. Yeah. Watching... These lovely characters suffer. Yeah. Just suffer and suffer. And then all the payoff did not feel good. And we watched a divorced bird yeah. die <laughs> at the feet of a statue. We watched a divorced bird <laughs> who was on his way for a for his, an like, eat, eat, pray, pray love. love. Yes! And instead he makes a stop at a fucking statue. Yeah. And is like, yeah, I guess I'll do some volunteering. Yeah. And then he catches a disease and dies. Yes. Ugh. That is not as much of an eat, pray, love as I was looking for. No. Um, but I mean, thank you guys for going on this journey with us. What a journey it was. Um, if you would like to leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps us as our podcast is still relatively new. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we love you. Mm-hmm. And oh, we this isn't a show where I'm like in teen creeps mode right now. I was like, and next week we're reading. We don't know we're reading next week. No. Uh, thank you to Brett, who, as always, uh, has caused us trauma. Dude, picked a killer, killer mm-hmm. story. Loved it. Yeah. Good um, work. Good work to Brett. And I look forward to next next week's. Yeah. Uh, so until then, keep it lit. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.